Hey, how's it going? Man, I am, uh, I'm having a great day, dude. It's a Monday. You know Mondays are supposed to be bad days? No, not this one. No, man, today is Super Monday, dude. Like, this is, this is probably more important than, like, Selection Day, man. We got some artists on tonight that have been very, very uh, important to my life, your life, even some of our team's life, and just influential in, uh, in, in, the, in the music industry beyond what we can even say, man. So, Dana, I've been talking about this one for a long time, and so many people have asked for it, and it's finally here. We've got Mr. Josie Scott, dude, coming on tonight. Crazy, you know? Uh, formerly from, uh, you know, Saliva, now working with Save Violent, and had some side stuff, too, so... So uh, it's just a gentleman of the of the industry has worked with so many people. His influence is continues on for for decades, and then some of the future. I don't want to waste any time. It's my pleasure to bring on the legend himself, living legend, Mr. Josie Scott. Josie, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How are you, Josh? I'm great, man. It's it's uh, starstruck, like I told you, and uh, it's like you know have those days where you meet your heroes and they're cooler. So thanks for being cooler than uh, than I thought you, man. You're even better. Yeah. <laughs> so man, of course, I'm honored to to be a part of you guys' show, man. Oh, thank you. Josie, what we'll do, we know you're a busy man and we're excited that you got some shows coming up. We'll, we'll have some questions Dane and I are going to hit you with back and forth, just some kind of questions we've evolved over the years with. Then we'll debrief into some fun rapid fire. And at the end, we'll give you some time to preach to the audience. Okay. So, Sounds good, brother. Awesome. So my first question, Josie, obviously kind of looking over, over um, your body of work, you know, with State Violent now and even back before Slive and Beyond. Take me back in the day, because I'm sure there's some hidden bands that we'd all like to know about before yeah. all of that, before your debut with them. When, when did you first start playing in your life, if you will? I started playing, uh, well, as a little boy, I played, uh, you know, with my dad in church. My dad was a preacher. I was a PK hmm. growing up, a okay. preacher's kid. And uh, I, I, I played with uh, with my my dad and my sis sister actually uh doing country gospel type music and then i got in my first real rock band in about um 1990 and uh -huh. then uh, uh went on the road with uh my first band was called blackbone and uh we put out a record and 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 we we sold a, a respectable amount of records and then after that sort of imploded, uh, like all five-year marriages do, <laughs> I, uh, I, I wanted to put together uh, a band, uh, and I came up with the name Saliva. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, it would piss parents off and gross kids out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty cool little name. And I was able to do something and correct all of my mistakes that I made in mm. Blackbone. I, I call Blackbone boot camp. Okay. And uh, okay. I was able to build a team. Like I understood what an entertainment lawyer was. And I understood what uh, having a manager meant and uh, all those good fun things that you get into beyond the creative side. Oh yeah, man. And whenever you were going with that, with Blackbone there, what do you remember where you guys first started? What kind of, what, gig you did the, the first time and what town it was in or what venue yeah actually it was on uh beale street right there in our hometown of memphis tennessee we actually opened for blind melon which okay. was oh, wow. really really cool back back in the day when they had that song all i can say is that my <laughs> life is 
So that was a big it. deal. And, and he, the singer died right after that. So we oh, really wow. thought that that was a, a special gig, man. Kind yeah. of a memorable thing, man. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And with, and as that started off your career, you know, like you said, you started learning, you know, step by step what to do as you grew into your next band, Saliva, which hit it pretty big, very big, actually. Is there, whenever you start traveling with that band and, and now as your new uh, venture goes, is there a town that you – now see that every time you guys set up yeah. uh, a tour to go on that you just say okay this town i have to go there is there a certain place mm. that you enjoy going every time you go on tour benchmark man yeah. there there are several but i would have to say one of my favorites has always been buffalo new york man i love okay. i love i love playing buffalo there the rock and roll fans there are are just insane um but there, there are definitely several, several of those type of towns. You know, Detroit's a good rock town. Uh, mm-hmm. Kenosha, Wisconsin is. Uh, they do this thing called Summerfest every year, where they have uh, the best of pop artists and country artists and rock artists, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's always a good time. That was the first time we ever heard the crowd scream for absolutely no reason for like twenty <laughs> minutes. It was like we were. <laughs> It was like we were the Beatles, man. It was awesome. Man, I think about – and so I transitioned, Josie, I, and I get it. Like, I love the fact that every little town brings that little something, man. I get it. There's just those memory spots where it's like you go back and remember playing for different reasons. That's cool. You know, Detroit, of course, being a rock city or Buffalo. And that's, that's cool to see that, you know, those – even even now going back there, welcoming you back and, and just those memories. I think about influence, too. I got to tell you this story. I told Dane I was going to tell you this. So when I first – in my band, it's funny. We, we, we knew we were going to be just kind of like like weekend gigs and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. my boy started playing. I'm I'm 37. I remember when you when well, obviously the first song I learned from you guys to play. I'm sitting there learning your disease, and I'm like, dudes, I figured it out. Let's go, let's go book a gig because I learned how to play. I played it like 1,600 times that month, dude. I was like, okay, that is before YouTube, and I had to like look it up on Netscape and try to figure out the chords <laughs> and all that. I'm sitting there playing it, like, and it wasn't even right, dude, back in the day. And I figured it out. So we played in a, like a park that time. Like, look, and it was it was I'm so sorry, it was way off. We tried to make it sound good, it wasn't. But like your influence has been huge even from day one with that and then yeah, of course yeah. when always dropped always like we all that was like our theme song in high school dude like we all just just jammed it so aggressively when i think about the influence you've had on us and then now your career obviously well said career um it's still going strong is there a particular influence on your life you'd say that maybe has stood out to you maybe over the years for you man you know uh acdc has always been a huge influence mm. the beastie boys and mm. and uh uh, Rage Against the Machine were a huge mm-hmm. influence. Um, I would have to say Kiss and Aerosmith were equally huge in influence. And we got to actually go on tour with Kiss and Aerosmith in 2003 and four. Um, wow. There was actually, they actually, there was this cool story where they actually vowed never to tour with each other because apparently <laughs> back in the seventies, a couple of their roadies got into a knife fight Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> which we which we thought was pretty cool and they sort of made their they negotiated a peace with that and uh and, and it, I, I think it came down to us or billy idol and i think gene simmons kid came in and said dad you gotta pick saliva and if i, I ever see gene's if i ever see gene simmons kid i'm gonna kiss him 
<laughs> man, man, that's crazy, man. What a story. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I was now going into now that we're in 2023 and Josh had mentioned that your new venture, uh, Shade Violent is, is up and running. What uh-huh. is the uh, plan this year to, you know, get that going and, and, you know, I'm sure you're writing songs and music. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is on the uh, forefront for 2023 for you? Yeah. Well, you know, we live in such a, a different time now and technology has changed the way we all approach music and the, the mm-hmm. way we, we all enjoy music, which I love. Um, I, Billy Corgan said, uh, the singer for Smashing Pumpkins mm-hmm. back in the day, mm-hmm. he, he, he said a famous quote. He said, someday music will be free. And I I thought that guy's going to be right. You watch that guy's going to be right. And lo and behold, he was right. And but I love the way that it's made the music industry more listener friendly and more Mm -hmm. artist friendly. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot better climate uh, for, for the listener and for the artist, because it's a lot more fair to the listener Mm -hmm. and the audience. Um, because record, you know, we're screwing artists for, with yeah. no other way to say it, you know, for so many years. Uh, and now it's uh, now there's a lot more um, applicable, you know, way to do things. And uh, I think um, now I'm excited uh, about uh, taking advantage of, of the new uh ways to stream music and get music to the fans quicker and you can drop more singles now you don't have to come out with an entire album you can Mm -hmm. just drop three singles at a time if you want to and i i think that's exciting because i always considered every song a single Mm -hmm. and and that way you you never have any filler you know every song Mm -hmm. gets the special attention that it deserves yeah, I think I think man, and you 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 said something so powerful, and I gotta say this, I love it. And it for those for those of you listening that are not you know day and I's age, the the music time frame that we're in is literally where where you come from. The the in my opinion, the best time frame in music, you know, late early nineties to early two thousands. So yep. when you mentioned yep. Billy and people like yourself who's now in the same breath as Billy, like you're, we're talking about the best musicians that have ever been in my opinion. So yep. um, I think I think when you're doing this, what's neat, and if I maybe I'm expanding too much, you guys you've you've made it and then some now you can make music almost because you want to is it fair to say not because you have to is it is it maybe kind of fair to say it that way like now you can take even more time and put out without a record label like streaming down your neck like what you make is totally you you know what i mean absolutely that's totally fair to say that i'm so thankful and grateful that i've had the success uh in the past and i'm i'm able to sort of take a breath and uh raise my children and uh i'm I'm able to to take my time and really do it right this time Uh, it's just a a great time to like i said to make music and to deliver music in a new and special and interesting and technological way are you guys taking uh, Shave Violent like? Uh, do you, are you giving yourself like, hey, by end of summer, you think, or is that still kind of just infancy? Or you know, because we're, we're eager, because we love your stuff. So it's like, do you have any nuggets you can drop us, and when we'll hear some singles, or, <laughs> or not yet? Well, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a couple of months because you know I've went through some uh, some management changes, and mm-hmm. uh, I, it's taken me because I was out of the, I kind of retired. 
uh, from 2010 to 2020. So it's taken it's taken me a minute to sort of to acclimate myself to to this. Uh, Understood. To, yeah, to the going zone of of the industry of of, of today. So uh, I've I've went through some management changes and and uh, had to tweak some things here and there. But I'm I'm getting my material together. I'm doing some some old stuff and some new stuff and. Uh, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I love it, man. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. As soon as we can, we will. We will. I'm telling you from day one. We'll be. Right, we'll have. We'll be happy to uh, release that and showcase for you. It will be our pleasure. <laughs> Dan's got one more for you before I go into rapid. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, I was just going to ask. What is? What are a couple of things that you've noticed now? Like you said, with the streaming services and things like that. What are some of the biggest differences of getting your music out there? That you know. Is there more hoops, less hoops to jump through from when you first started getting to get your music out to now? Is it That's a little good. bit easier process? That's a great question. I think there's a lot less hoops now mm. because now I don't have to be, uh, you know, at the beck and call of a, a whole other company that makes these wild decisions in your career like all the way down to what you wear and uh, the the pictures you take and how you take those pictures and how those pictures are released and it's just a a a big old mess of some bs Mm. man (laughs) i see i see now, now the the artist like i said gets more control over those things mm. and you you don't have to jump through uh this guy's hoops and his boss's hoops and his boss's hoops you just have to jump through your hoops and you have yeah. to make mm. your, you, you have to make yourself happy and you have to make your fans happy yeah. and if that's what it's down to then i can handle that yeah, yeah. and that, it, it seems like it seems like that way you can put every song you put out, you can be so much more proud of as opposed to, well, let's get it before the deadline. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's such a, man, I'm telling you, it's refreshing because again, I I can't wait. I'd rather, and I look at, because if we look at your guys's, you know, when you look at a lot of these artists, man, they've done those, we and Dane talk about it, those grind circuits where it's like, you got to put an album out, cycle release, got to go drop it, got to go tour. Man, it's such a, it's such a a grind. It's almost more work than fun. Now the way you're doing it, it's, it's, it's just more about the art. You know, I love it. And and that's what I tell all the time is I say, listen, guys, at the end of the day, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. This is supposed to be fun, man. And if it's not fun, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> right, right. So so but, I'm afforded the the opportunity now to make it be fun. I love mm-hmm. it, man. We tell, and it's funny because a lot of things you're saying from the music side with our athletes we interview and you know, that blandeds do what you love and love what you do and it won't be work. I love that, man. So hey, man. Um, I will, I will tell you, Josie, there's a little bit of a transition. We, we have a kick out of this every episode. It's turned okay. into what we call a fan favorite. We do about four or five, you know, low-hanging fruit, rapid fun questions. Just to kind of pick a little bit more layer about your personality, if you will. So okay. um, based off of some of the answers you gave me and what you told me, uh, I've dug a little deep, and you're going to laugh at these, okay? But these are fun, okay? So, I, love these, I love these type of questions. These are my favorite. So first question. So I know from from again one of my one of my biggest uh, favorite moments of many of yours when you dropped Batista's single whenever you did I Walk Alone, which I, you know I love wrestling, but back in the time Me frame of when we did the when we did this, you got to pick: would it be Ultimate Warrior or Macho Man Randy Savage? 
Oh, I'd have to go with Macho Man Randy Savage because of Jerry Lawler <laughs> being so so close to him. I love it. I love and it, growing man. up in Memphis, man, growing up with Memphis wrestling, man, we I, I got to see Macho Man a lot. Got it, man. From from your from your background, just from you told me from your original singing days, uh, who would you rather guess sing for, Gaithers or Rust Half? Would you guessing for? <laughs> uh, uh, it had to be the Gaithers. Got it. Got it. Love it. <laughs> question three. Um, question three. All time. Clint Eastwood or John Wayne? Oh, Clint Eastwood, definitely, because he's the outlaw Josie Wales, baby. I love it. I love it, man. Okay. Question four. <laughs> question four. Fan favorite. When you're reaching for the first item on the ice cream truck, what are you going for? Oh. Mint chocolate chip every time, man. I love it, man. Love it. Love it. Last question. This is always one that it, it makes people laugh whenever I do this, but we have to ask this question, okay? Um, Go for it. Basketball, basketball three-point contest. Who's going to win if you're picking for your team? The grandma from Everybody Loves Raymond or Betty White? Ooh. I'd have to go with <laughs> Betty White, man, because I, I, love, it, I man. love her. I love Betty I White. Love I love it, man. So those are just a couple rapid fire questions that we do just to kind of, uh, to really just kind of pick your brain a little bit. So, um, just some stuff that we do, man, just about your personality, nothing too deep. Then we transition back. So I appreciate that. The, the next segment we do kind of in really in closing, if you will, to kind of give you back some you know time, obviously from the career that you've done and many, 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 many memories you could share. I'm sure we could go on for days and all that, but from your original days of Blackbone, working with Slavin, your new adventures, and just really a, a storied career, um, doing what you've done and loving it for as long as you have. If you could maybe impart wisdom, though, maybe somebody listening out there, those that, maybe it's an athlete or someone that's wanting to go to school. Maybe it's not even music or sports, but just a mantra that you maybe carried along the way. Is there a mantra that you have maybe uh, carried with you that you could pass on to the audience that's listening? My thing that I always tell young people is never, ever get discouraged and never, ever give up. If you know that you have something special and you've seen the the fruit of that labor uh, in a positive way in your life and, and you know what you know, what you know, just mm. don't give up, man. Don't get discouraged. Always stay true to yourself. I love that, man. And it, it's something I can say that you've done and, and your style of, of being who you are. And I mean, you, you've, and that's, what's cool. I look at, I, I think about these things of those, those artists that you've even had a chance to collaborate with people come to you. It isn't like you had to cater to a different style. I think about the days of even like when you work with Chad for the Spider-Man soundtrack, man, like you have stayed yourself and people come to you and that's inspiring. I think being real and being legit and not changing, I think being yourself is just a, is a huge, uh, uh, that's what we need more of these days, man, just authentic people, you yeah. know? So that's, um, man. And Josie, when you say that, like the being true to yourself, sticking to that, a lot of times our, our audience, we hear things like, you know, don't do it if you don't love it. And you expand on that too. Can you honestly say, uh, can you imagine even doing anything else at this point in your life? Because you've been so good at it and loved it. Yeah. I mean, what would you do if you weren't doing this, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, when, when I retired uh, and, and did my own thing for a while, I, I got to actually uh, counsel people that were trying to get into drug and alcohol rehab that couldn't, oh, wow. uh, that didn't have the ways and means to do so. So I got to help out a lot of veterans and a lot of homeless guys 
and girls that couldn't get into rehabs for drugs and alcohol. That was mm. very, very touching to me and very wow. uh, a good soul food, man. Man, that, that's and Dane. That's and you think about that. Like and Josie, what's neat about what you've done, man, is uh, it's like think about for a second the typical like you said you're not doing that atypical rockstar thing you got a beautiful family you're mm -hmm. a gentleman of the of the industry you're not that typical smashing mattresses through tvs you know <laughs> you have a family it's awesome but you're still people love you man like you yeah. can be a gentleman you can be a rocker and you can help people it's like it's a paradox yeah. of being almost in the rockstar life but helping others dane what do you yeah. say to that that's, yeah that's awesome. i mean that's what you always strive to be as, as a an adult is well-rounded you know you man. you Learn, you learn in your younger years by doing the things that aren't so smart and it just <laughs> right. helps you get it helps you get wisdom so it's, it's great it's great when Man, Jesse, that's awesome comes of age so to speak you know and i went through the not so smart phase but i, <laughs> I survived it <laughs> Man. Well, that's, that's, that's very, very, uh, uh, again, the positive side, man. Like I said, I, I get the privilege of kind of just from afar watching, yeah. you know, your, your wife has always put something nice about you and just a gentleman, I call it a gentleman of the, of the industry, man. Just again, you don't meet a lot of people that are that good at what they do and also humble and down to earth and so caring. That's something about you where even though you've got these people that still love you and continue to grow, you're worried about other people, Josie. And that's, yeah. that's a yeah. rare thing to hear, Definitely. man. I love it. So. Well, like they say behind every great man is a great woman and I love it. Love out and got to marry my dream girl i, I don't know what in the world i did to deserve such a wonderful beautiful gorgeous hot woman but <laughs> i certainly man. lucked out <laughs> man, i love it man so i i seen that you your uh new band shade violent is going to be on june 7th you guys are going to do a rock the river you guys are headlining mm -hmm. uh it's in yep. Tahlequah scene are there uh are you guys going to do a full set and, and have other bands that you guys are uh, getting together or is that, mm. what's the yeah, story on that? One? A, a bunch of buddies of our, of ours uh, that are up and comers are, are playing, uh, playing that with us. Mm. Um, okay. And uh, a, a lot of great bands for you guys to check out. Uh, Seventh day slumber is one of those bands that we're really uh, into uh, supporting and, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm like Prince. I like to play a two hour show. I don't like yeah. to play a little hour long show and and cut and run. I like to play all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Man, when you Joseph, when you say it, it's it's crazy, Josie. I actually have me and Joseph are friends, and he's coming on next week. So I mean, shout out to Joe, man, I love him. So we know SDS very well, bro, from back in the day. So you're speaking my language. I could talk hours with you about music of those bands. I'm one of those ones that I geek out on the music side. Dane does the sports side, but yeah, Joseph, uh, he's coming on sometime next week. Uh, Rojas, so that's gonna be a fun night too from sds yeah. so um that'll be it because we're actually in oklahoma native so that's just gonna be it's gonna be a fun time man so we hope to see you there um i can't wait to see the set list and what you're doing and josie like i told you from day one man when we first got the privilege of working with you that we we always say we learn more than our artists so it's our privilege to get to break break yes. it down i know you're busy but you yeah. have to meet him tonight what do you what do you think about that man what do you think of him so um you know one of those things where you always look for in the people that you admire is is you know their personality, how personable they are to people, even, you know, that, you know, that are big fans of theirs, you know, there's a tendency for some, you, they're just kind of like, yeah, I know, you know who I am, but whenever you talk to an individual like that, they have time for you. They're very mm -hmm. candid and well-spoken and, you know, along with the reputation. I mean, it's, it's something that is always refreshing whenever you talk to artists like that.
high level and, and they speak to you like uh, you've known them for years. You can't beat personalities like that. And that's why I love doing this and meeting individuals like that. that are, it just makes Man. this whole thing worth it. And hopefully for the listeners, you can see that, hey, you can be, like we said, that well-rounded person and be great at the thing that you do. So, man, it's, it's it just, what a gentleman, right? What do you think? Just a gentleman, yeah. right? I mean, just a great guy. So, um, like you said, just a, a gentleman of the industry. And I, I can't say yeah. enough thank yeah. yous about getting to meet him. Uh, you guys, I'm telling you, he's even cooler. And he's always been cool at present, exhibited this image of cool. But like I said, when I look at all the things he's done over his career, just a gentleman of the sport or the industry, uh, man, yeah. I just can't wait to see more of him. So, Josie, we say, Dan and I are saying in closing, it's our honor to get the chance to have met you tonight, yeah. brother. Um, I would say we, we're talking about the breakdown and what you've done and just how impressive it's been to get to meet you um do you have anything you want to leave with us josie though before we kind of get out of your hair for the night because it's been our true honor man yeah yeah so okay so uh, with that i think we'll, we'll let him we'll let him go dane so man we've got a few more coming up tonight so we'll touch base with them and uh, uh we'll get we'll get in touch uh, june 7th they'll have the rock the river with you know sts and m- m- many bands we'll keep it going so yep. we'll get the dates out we'll be sure to kind of yep. promote him on that and uh yep. have some fun dan do you have something in closing you want to say on that or? i was just saying rock the 17th uh shade violent uh, i can't mm. wait to listen to what they come out with i'm excited man. Well, man, we got a couple more tonight, so we've got some stuff. So he knew some bands that we were talking about. So we've got, after Josie, we've got a gentleman from a band called Tubby Mac. That's going to be fun. So um, we've got Brian B. Ramey coming by, so that's going to be fun. And this week we've got many more on the days ahead. So, man, just just we're cranking out the tunes this week and next week, and then we'll circle back to more softball now that's full swing and more sports. So, again, I appreciate Josie stopping by and uh, everyone, his people making it happen. We'll be following, uh, all, we'll be continuing to follow on his career, and we can't wait to just kind of yeah. see the next chapter unfold. So. As we always, always say, you know, Dana, I always say this every episode. If no one told you, don't forget that we love you. And thank you for listening.